Welcome to Fangirl's Guide to TV, our first podcast. I'm Nora. I'm Liv. I'm Dana. And I'm Path. And we figured we'd start things off with our fall shows preview, everything we're excited for for this fall season. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to start it off with our favorite show, Arrow. Um, what's coming up for season five? Absolutely. Um, I think one of my favorite things about Arrow in general is it has a much more grittier feel to it than other DC television shows on CW. And I think this past season they were trying to like lean a little bit more into, I don't call it campy, but like more into the light. Yeah, yeah. especially after the success of The Flash. But based off things I'm seeing, I think we're going to get back to the, the grittier roots of the show. A little further away from the mystical part of it. Yeah. yeah. I think it also helps that we're not launching a new show off of this season. Like the last couple seasons we had The Flash launching yeah. and then we had Supergirl launching. And, and Legends. Legends. Yeah. So this season we absolutely have nothing. So we can actually get back to Arrow as opposed to having to weave our way to make Legends make sense and The Flash make sense mm-hmm. and Supergirl make sense. And I don't think that's the route they're going, especially because they've said that Flashpoint on The Flash won't... It will affect Arrow, but it won't affect it in a larger scale. So I think we're headed that route. I'm personally excited for Bratva Oliver, uh, finally. By popular Uh, demand. By popular demand, Bratva Russian Oliver with Dolph Lundgren as his nemesis within Bratva. Uh, That's what I'm most excited for. I think it's going to be really cool. And it's also interesting to get... um, back to the beginning of the show, basically. By the end of the season, they should be back at the island where Oliver mm-hmm. gets discovered in season one. Hopefully the flashbacks that means will be... Goodbye. Of, like, over. Well, I'm curious to see how long he actually is going to be on the island again before yeah. it gets rescued. Because in the pilot, he has that super long, like... <laughs> yeah, like, Which makes it look like he was beard. there for years. But yeah. really... But he left. There's like no time for that anymore. Well, we'll see. And also, of course, just like honorable mention before we move on is Mr. Terrific. Yeah, the whole new team I think is going to be really great. We got Madison McLaughlin, who's back as Evelyn Sharp and Artemis. We've got Rick Gonzalez playing Wild Dog, and then seeing them intertwine with Curtis as Mr. Terrific and and Felicity and Oliver. I think it's going to be really good. Speaking of Felicity, though, just one more quick thing. Um, her heartbreaking emotional baggage that is going to happen this season is going to be minus Mama very smoke. difficult. Minus Charlotte Mama smoke. smoke. Charlotte Ross, just come back into my life. Mm-hmm. Kind of off of that, the Flash, yes. the Flashpoint. Oh my goodness, that what finale was amazing. Yeah. That was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. What's it going to mean for the season of the Flash, though? That's the thing is everything we, we know. Everything we know is getting turned we've upside got down. Kid Flash. We've got Cisco running a multi-million-dollar company. Uh, who knows who's going to pop back up? Barry's My, parents. Barry's um, parents. I'm also extremely interested to see what role Tom Felton's character is going to yes. play. Oh, definitely. Um, I'm curious to see if him changing the timeline is going to make something with him and Iris happen, like yeah. Tom and Iris, whatever yeah. Tom's character's name is. I'm not exactly no sure. name yet. No name think. yet. He is playing Joe's partner yeah. at the mm-hmm. CPD, so that'll be interesting. Also, a total shift from what we all know him in is Harry Potter. Yeah. I'm oh, hope, definitely. I'm hoping to see something a little bit different than the pure evil. Yeah, I'm hoping for a good has guy. Been known as, yeah. I'm hoping for a good guy. Um, what else we got in the Flash? We've got his parents coming back. Personally, hopes and dreams for Flash, Flashpoint, we get Rick Cosnett back as Eddie in some capacity. I definitely hope something like that will happen. Because uh, I miss him a lot, and this I love Rick. Character. 
Um, and then off of the Flash, we've got Supergirl moving to the CW. Thank God. I was really nervous about this one. Yeah, definitely. Dana and I were actually talking about it earlier today. Just the look and feel of Supergirl from the first two episode photos, it looks so much better. And it looks like they're not going the campy route. I think on CBS they were held to the campy route because CBS was like, we can't have a superhero show that we take seriously, so we have to make it campy. I think they also are trying to push it to, like, broaden their um, fan base. So, like, oh, we'll get little kids to watch it this way, too. So it'll be the people who love superior television as well as children. I just don't think that wide range like helped it very much. Yeah. I will say the back of the season was a little bit yeah. more. It yeah. Its, found its footing a little bit better than yeah. the back half of the season. We're gonna get definitely think, a more specific target audience will yeah. help this show like be what it can be and you know yeah, what exactly. it should be. We're gonna get some good new characters on that show I think. We're gonna expand Jeremy Jordan's character, Kyler Lee's character We've got Hecklin showing up as oh, Superman. Yes. Do not, do yeah. not remind me. He's so beautiful. We've got Heck showing up, uh, and he looks, looks so phenomenal. Looks so many attractive men walking around in Superman's. <laughs> <laughs> the one downfall I think for me personally for Supergirl moving to CW is we couldn't get Callista Flockhart yes. full time. Yeah. Um, but based on those first photos, she's in the first two episodes, uh, so that'll be great. Um, and I think that'll be great. And then... Time to move away from our DC superhero universe. And before, we're gonna, before we move on, though, the crossovers we're going to get. <gasps> oh, oh yeah. my God. With all okay. four shows. I have a pet peeve. Okay. I'm going okay. to rant. Go ahead. I would. I am the last person to say that I don't want a crossover episode. Like, you throw a crossover episode at me and my DC nerd heart... Goes a flutter. But the fact that it had to coincide with Arrow's 100th episode, I really hope they do it justice. Because the fact that we're getting Arrow's 100th episode as a crossover, if it is not fully aware of it being the Arrow episode and it focusing on Felicity, Oliver, Diggle, I want to see Katie Cassidy come back. I'd love to see Colin Donald come back as Tommy. Like, I hope Colton Haynes come back back as Roy. Like, if we don't, if that cross, if that hundredth episode, that big massive milestone gets swept under the rug because it's part of the crossover, I'm gonna be a very annoyed fan. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Especially since they're already building up this like big crossover event yeah. because it's four shows. That's huge. That's never been done. But like, and, like I know, is that the episode that's gonna be the musical episode? No, musical oh, okay. is no. coming Something in the different. back half. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's my one pet peeve. I am very excited. I can't wait to see. Cisco, Felicity, win, nerd off. That's my hope and dream. But if the Arrow portion of this crossover, Wednesday night at 8 o'clock, if I'm not seeing a very nice Arrow episode with hints of Supergirl, The Flash, and Legends, I will be very annoyed, and you will hear oh, about yes. it. So that's what I will say about that. Okay, now, for real this time, we <laughs> step on. away from the DC television show universe. We're going to step into something that's very near and dear to Nora's heart. So if you hear, like, muffled sobs in the background, Here we don't be alarmed. It is just Nora uh, fangirling out of control about The Walking Dead. I'd like everybody to know we're recording this podcast on top of my Stephen Young Glenn pillow, and <laughs> for that, we'll go from there. Um, there's so much to be excited for. There's so much to be excited for. I'll start it off as a comic fan who's read 
all of the comics um, multiple times. I finally got past issue 100. Everybody will know what that coincides with. Um, I finally got past issue 100. Um, we've got Ezekiel coming out with his tiger. Looking um, phenomenal. Oh looking yes. phenomenal. We have that whole crop of new characters, which I think is going to be really good. Um, but we also obviously have the characters near and dear to our hearts in the worst position I think they've ever been in. Um, and I know we all have speculations as to yes. who it could be. Do we want to? Do we want to like go around the circle? And yeah. Have mm-hmm. us say who we think. Yeah. Got Lucille. Yes. Yeah. Right. Dana starts. I'll go first. Yeah. I'm almost 100 percent positive that it is Abraham. I think it's Abraham because he was supposed to die. Um, he was supposed to die with the arrow. Yes, the arrow through that which they gave to Denise. another character. Yeah. Yep. So I think that they were the reason why they gave it to Denise was because they were saving the this death for him instead. Because I do not think they're gonna kill off Glenn. I will just straight up admit that right now. I will be one hundred percent shocked if they kill him off because they've already like they already did the the fake out death. Yeah, and I just I think that would be pointless. Yep, that would not make sense from any story storytelling point of view. Um, I agree, Abraham. Should be the one that dies. The whole end of that season did feel like a goodbye to him. That you had him uh, talking to other characters and goodbye to other characters in various parts. And so I do think it will be Abraham because he, he has been saying goodbye for multiple episodes at this point. Personally, I feel like Abraham's been saying goodbye for almost a season now. I'm always like yeah, on that's the true. For Abraham's that's why I'm. I have a feeling it might be Eugene, because I feel mm-hmm. like Eugene's character took a different turn towards the end of last season, and he definitely stepped up to a place where we haven't really seen him step up to before, <coughs> and almost to a place where he's redeemed himself, so if it is him, it'll be Emo- more emotional. emotional, and it'll be definitely sad to see him go. I don't even think I can say who I think <laughs> it is, because I'm so emotionally attached to every character on this show. Honestly... There's not a single character where I'm going to be like, oh, I totally get it. I think it's just going to be heartbreaking all around. Honestly, I think Abraham could be up there. Um, Daryl's obviously come up. I would hate to see Norman go, and I don't think they could get rid of Norman. Um, Obviously, my love for Glenn Reburn's brighter than the sun, (laughs) and he can't go for my emotional stability. Um, But I honestly think it would detract... I don't think they would have built it up as much because if it was happening the way it happened in the comics, you could have had that be the ending mm-hmm. of last mm-hmm. season. I don't think there would be... It wouldn't be a cliffhanger. Everybody would have expected it and would have been like, okay, that happened in issue 100 of the comics. We're moving on. The fact that they ended it with Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Negan like hitting the camera and you not seeing it, if it was Glenn they would have just shown it because we all knew what was happening. Mm -hmm. So I think I'll be more annoyed if it ends up being Glenn and they made us go all through this. I'll also be annoyed if they made him die, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. earlier in that season. We go through four or five episodes of not knowing if he's alive or dead. We see Maggie's turmoil. We see the entire bit of Alexandria in turmoil. And then you end up killing him three episodes later. Honestly, this sounds really, really cynical, but I almost wonder if the Glenn fake-out death was a way for them to test to see what would happen if they actually did try to kill Glenn off, yeah. to see what people's reactions would be. And I, I think, think they learned very quickly no, that no, it that wouldn't work. idea. I changed it really quickly. Yeah. I was super mad about that one. <laughs> also, we ha- can't talk about The Walking Dead 
coming up season without discussing Rashone because yes. there's no way they're killing Rick or Michonne off. I would right be after thoroughly can oh, I would be shocked. What a, that would be insane and that would be I think one of the most yeah. epic openings of a season in like TV history. Yeah. I think that would definitely be yeah. I agree expectation. No one would no I don't know, I don't know if they want to physically kill Yvette Nicole Brown though. Yeah. Yeah. I think I don't think she'd be too happy. Well and also unless they kill Rick out of this two these two pairing, it also would entirely disrupt the character Negan from the comics if they ended up killing oh, yeah. off yeah. shown instead because he is known in the comics to not kill women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He doesn't kill women. Uh, if they're going the comic group route, he's going to have a great, almost father-like, odd relationship with Carl, which I'm very excited about seeing. Specifically, I'm excited to see Chandler play that because Chandler's been the boy this whole time, and I want to see him step into a bigger role, and I think Jeffrey D. Morgan is the prime person to take him under his wing. Um, so, yeah. I that would be really I'm cool to see. For. Well, I think also um, we need to talk a little bit about um, the kingdom, since that seems to be getting very overshadowed by this whole who got the seals yeah. issue. And I don't know if that's actually on purpose or not. The kingdom is going to be epic with Ezekiel and his tiger, might I add. Mm-hmm. Uh, the kingdom is a great place. I don't want to give things away. Yeah, uh, you know way more than us. So. Yeah, but the kingdom is one of my favorite places. I'm also really excited to see... Jesus take a bigger role because yes. he is one of my favorite so comic cool. book characters. When he very quickly became one of my favorite yeah. Walking Dead show characters. Yeah, oh, yeah. Two episodes. Very charismatic. Yeah, so I'm excited for that. Yeah. Anything else before we move on? All right. So we're gonna completely step away from any sort of extreme nerdum, and we're actually gonna step into a little bit. Actually, very different territory with our one of our favorite shows, TV Land's Younger. Yes. Oh, yes. So, I don't even know where to start with this. Uh, <laughs> I'll start. Uh, I'll start it off. Um, if you are not watching Younger and you are a fan of Sex in the City, it is almost a crime. Uh, oh, it's so it funny. is one Watch of the best right shows now. on TV. Uh, it's like a hidden gem. It's a mm-hmm. hidden gem on TV Land. They're promoting it very well for season three. Um, and then as somebody who's a huge stage and Broadway fan, if you, you need to watch it for Sutton Foster and Hilary Duff and everybody attached to the project, from the costume designers that worked on Sex and the City to Darren Starr, who created Sex and the City and worked on it, you need to be watching it. If you're a fan of New York, if you're a fan of fashion, if you're a fan of humor, if you're a fan of books, anything, you need to be watching Younger. It's it's just so, like, so clever and so smart and self, like, it's, it's just very aware of, like, what they're making fun of. And I, I will say this, too. It's not, it doesn't, I don't feel like, as someone from the millennial generation, I don't feel like the show is completely like just like disregarding everything about our generation and they don't make us feel like in like um like insuperior or like idiots and you know it does like while it does poke fun of this generation a little bit it still kind of shows the smart Mm -hmm. intelligence i never feel like i'm being talked down yeah i don't feel like you can really it doesn't make us feel shallow on the entire show there's only one character who actually does look down on the generation yeah you really think about it yeah Mm -hmm. And that character is often, like, portrayed as sort of the butt of the joke. Butt of the joke, yeah. yeah, For doing that, so. 
So season three is going to be a good one. If you're not watching it, you need yes. to be watching it. And I'm, I'm really curious to see who finds out her secret this season. Because yeah. last yeah. season we had her beautiful mm-hmm. young boyfriend. <laughs> so Team Josh, Team Charles. Oh, Team Charles. Team, Team Charles. Charles. So we got the two different sides coming up. It would be so interesting if Charles figures out... Is the one who figures out her age in this. I think I like that. I think it might be Hillary Duff's character this season. I don't know. I feel like they need to. I feel bad for her. I feel bad. (laughs) Hillary Duff's character doesn't know. I think part of. I mean, they through the trailers you can see part of what's putting a strain on her and Charles' relationship and keeping it from happening is the fact that he does not know that she's actually like his. That's why I said that's what. Maybe it will be Charles that finds out to start this relationship. Interesting spin. But would if he found out, would it actually start the relationship or would it set them backwards? That's Ooh, a question. question. Yeah. I feel like if he does find out, it has to be after she's not working for him for whatever reason. Um, so the next show <laughs> that we are going to talk about, we typically get quite heated while we discuss. So I apologize if our voices raise when we discuss Jane the Virgin. This CW hit took pretty much all of us by surprise, I think, when we watched it and fell in love with it so quickly. And we have such strong opinions. And luckily, all four of us agree on our strong opinions. <laughs> It'd be a horrible environment. So I'm just gonna it. I'm just gonna put a warning right here, right now. If you are Team Michael, this is the time for you to either <laughs> skip ahead to the next show or tune out because we are all very, very strongly Raphael. So that's Can it. we just start by saying that this show I as you can probably tell, I'm a fan of DC TV, and my favorite show is The Walking Dead. The fact that I watch Jane the Virgin and enjoy it is just a testament to the show, Gina Rodriguez, the writing, and every portion of it. And the fact that I was semi-disappointed with season two is so sad, because you got me to watch a show that is completely out of my quote-unquote comfort zone, and then you semi-lost me in your second season. So hopefully season three will bring it back. Yes, so. To the amazingness it was in season one. I want to just talk about the big thing that's like hanging in the, hanging in the air right now is say it. Gina, uh, Gina Rodriguez admitted to Entertainment Weekly that Jane loses her virginity this season. The front half of the season. Yes. Jane no longer a virgin. Yeah, that's right. They're going to change the title. (laughs) I think they should. Jane no longer a virgin. Chapter 22. (laughs) I will say, though, if you're not watching the show, watch the show. It really deserves the watch. It is smart. It is funny. Mm -hmm. And if... Gina Rodriguez. Despite its problems, I will say it is one of the better shows that is, like, currently airing. And it's not getting... Enough viewership that mm-hmm. it deserves, I think, personally. Mm-hmm. Very self-aware. Like, yeah, self-aware. Yes. Makes fun of telenovelas, even though it is a telenovela. These secondary characters are fantastic mm-hmm. about the show. Is anybody Angie else worried about great. Petra? Because oh my god, I am so that is worried like the biggest Petra. surprise. The biggest surprise for me was how much season two made me fall in love with Petra. Yes. Yes. Season oh, Petra one was Petra was ridiculous, and I did not like her. Season two Petra, I'm in love with her now, and I am so concerned. Hashtag save Petra. Hashtag save. Petra. Petra. Yes. Okay, so, let's talk about the Michael situation. Oh, no, God. Here we go. Okay. Well, I apologize. Let's get ready. So we left off. Michael, Michael and shot. Jane had gotten married Mary. against our better wish. For like, some wishes. reason, she decided that lizard boy was more <laughs> worthy of her love <laughs> than beautiful <laughs> Raphael. Justin Baldoni. You know, whatever. Oh, God. But before the marriage could be consummated, Michael was shot. So, we hang in the balance of Michael is currently in a coma, I believe. Yeah. I, I yeah, would think. No. That's what it looks he's, like. He's alive, but yeah. he's not 
there. So yeah. I'm wondering where they have to go the route of the telenovela route of him no, losing his memory. memory. I agree. Or else do. where like you're not gonna kill him. I've come to terms with that. You're yeah. not gonna kill and off Brad. Could you could you just imagine that they get married, he loses his memory, but this new Michael who doesn't remember her does not like Jane. Like I think there's so much there's so, so much storytelling there. That'd be so interesting. I think it'll be a letdown if we start off the season and he wakes up in the hospital and he was just like he was shot. Yeah. 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 I think we would lose a lot of the storytelling potential. But I don't think, I don't think Michael's going to. I don't think so either. I think he's alive. I don't think he can get rid of his character because he's so beloved by like half the viewers for some reason. reason. We don't understand, but Michael is loved by other people. Um, also, I feel like we are giving a lot of Michael hate, but we are going to give a shout out to Brett Dyer, who plays him. Yes. We nice. do actually enjoy Brett I love Dyer, Brett Dyer, just not Michael. Michael. <laughs> yes. So, that that should be said. Quick go around. Who do you think she's losing her virginity to? Let's do that. Oh, boy. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go with Raphael, or at the very least, not Michael, because that would be the definitely the shock if she didn't lose her virginity to her husband. The guy she married I last agree. season. I definitely agree, because all of her life has been about getting married and not losing her virginity until she's with her husband. Yeah. It would throw her off her track. And the viewers. And the yeah. viewers, yeah. if she lost her virginity to someone who is not her husband. Yeah. Um, and I, I also, I believe that it might be Raphael, and my main reason for this, and I was actually explaining this to you guys the other day, that I just, like, hit this realization... When Jane and Raphael kiss for the first time, flower petals are falling from the sky. What is the symbol in Jane the Virgin for Jane's virginity? Flower. Flowers. Flower. Wow. So it would make so much sense Light bulbs. if she loses her virginity to Raphael. Thinking. But uh, as long as it's not Michael, I'll be and happy. And what I'll be oh, yeah. Snow. What was That's that? That's it. Boom. It was snowing. We just debunked Jane the Virgin. <laughs> also, I can point out most of the time none of that was actually snow. I'm excited to see, actually, on a quick note, I'm excited to see where Zoe and Rogelio go this season. Oh, yeah. Zoe is pregnant. Yeah. But they're kind of like hanging in the... Do you that think she'll get an abortion? That's like really dark, but that is really dark. They haven't handled that yet. They haven't handled it. She has already declared on several occasions she doesn't want kids. As you can tell, we're uh, big fans of the CW because <laughs> the next show that we're talking about is Crazy Ex. My favorite show on TV right now. I swear to God, this show was like cater made. For Nora. <laughs> if I could grovel at Rachel Bloom's feet every morning, I would. Santino. Santino, Santino. Fontana. I, quick, quick story. I have been telling them about Santino Fontana since our freshman year of college. Since Frozen. Since, since before Frozen. Since before Frozen. Frozen. I saw him eons ago on Broadway. Cinderella, right? Cinderella oh, and before Cinderella. And the fact that he has made it. To not only Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, but Shades of Blue and several other things on TV makes my little heart jump. But Crazy Ex-Girlfriend is the show you need to be watching if you're a fan of musicals, comedy, feminism. feminism. I describe it as Gilmore Girls on steroids. Mm -hmm. Like, if you miss Stars Hollow, and we'll be talking about Gilmore Girls later on in another podcast, but... If you are a fan of Stars Hollow, you will fall in love with West Covina. Yes. The setting for Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. It is Stars also, Hollow on Stereo. I yeah. love West Covina, the song. The, the entire show is phenomenal. Rachel, Rachel Bloom is a goddess. Mm-hmm. And 
you need to be watching it. It's so funny. Cry laughing. Cry laughing. Another show that's not getting the viewership it deserves. Please watch Crazy. Please get more attention. It's amazing. I was also nervous about that one getting renewed. That one I was a little bit more concerned than Supergirl. Because at least Supergirl has like the the comic background and those comic core fans that are going to want to push for the superhero show. Whereas musical television, especially in recent years, aren't... Doesn't have that much... Yeah, they're not popular. Audience, it doesn't and, yeah. and don't think you're going to be watching the next Glee. Because no, you will not be. Nothing no, like, nothing don't think like you're going to be watching all. the next Smash. No. You won't be. No, it's it's so good. You will love it from beginning to end. She's so delightfully screwy. It's just like yes. you're going yeah. to fall in love with her. It's self-aware, too. Yeah, I won't right. even... I mean, the whole... What episode was it where they literally recited the entire lyrics to the opening? And then they had Crazy Ass Girlfriend about halfway through the episode. Crazy Ass Girlfriend, boom. Yeah. (laughs) So watch it for the physical comedy. For the the talented actors. The talented actors, the music. It just won an Emmy for choreography. A Creative Arts Emmy this past weekend for choreography. If that's not incentive enough, like, you need to be watching it. It's all on Netflix. You have no excuse now before season two. It's quick. It's easy. You should be watching it. All right. Well, before we get into new shows, which will be mainly dominated by Nora, because she's seen many pilots of new shows already, uh, we just quickly will go around the circle and each say, like, one show that we either haven't covered or we aren't going to talk about with new shows that you're excited to either come back or premiere. We came back from summer break, and they all know I have become NBC Chicago trash. Between Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, Chicago Med... I have watched them all, and I don't think they get enough love. They're kind of just thrown in there with SVU, and I definitely think, especially Chicago PD, deserves a lot of love. Um, If you love Grey's Anatomy, if you love SVU, if you love any type of Rookie Blue specifically, if you miss Rookie Blue, like, these shows will be perfect for you, and I definitely am so excited to see them come back next week. I'm very excited about it. Those are mine. Alright, um, I'm excited. We didn't really talk about DC Legends, so I'm excited about that to come back. I'm excited about... That one got mixed reviews, too. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mixed reception. Still excited to see it. Yeah. Um, I'm excited about How to Get Away with Murder to come yes. back. I love my TGIT shows. A show that I found this summer that I didn't expect to fall in love with, but I did because it was so it came so highly recommended to me by friends, is Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Mm-hmm. Um, I came into it thinking it was going to be something stupid, Completely honest, I thought it was going to be dopey. I wasn't even really a big fan of Andy Samberg before going into the show. Oh my goodness, this show is amazing. It made me fall in love with Andy Samberg. It's so um, smart and aware of uh, social justice issues within the cop system as well as still being funny. Mm-hmm. Um, the best way to describe it to people who are not watching it that I really think you need to is by letting you know it's basically Parks and Rec but in a police station instead of a parks department setting. I am excited for Scream Queens to come back. I think that season one was definitely all it promised to be, mm-hmm. and I'm very excited to see how season two takes these characters into... And the new actors. New actors, too, yeah. Taylor Lautner is coming. I think John Stamos is coming. Colton Haynes. Colton Haynes, and a breaking news, Kirstie Alley. Um <laughs> Brand new cast of characters. I'd also like to say quickly, Shameless. I am Shameless trash. I know the last couple of seasons haven't been like on par with some of the first couple of seasons, but I will continue watching the show because I love the Gallagher's family to death, and I'm excited to see where this new season is 
going to finally take some of these characters. Take it away, Nora, with uh, new fall television shows that are going to be premiering. New fall TV shows that are going to be premiering. Um, I have a whole list, uh, but I'll do my top three or four, um, not to bore you guys. Uh, number one for me is Designated Survivor on ABC. Kiefer Sutherland, Italia Ricci, Maggie Q, Cal Penn. Um, it's a great show. Uh, it follows what happens when the president um, ends up dying during the State of the Union and the designated survivor that now has to become the president. If you love Scandal, this is right up your alley. Um, it is so good. The pilot alone will have you engaged. Uh, it's so good. Um, the next one I'm really excited for is Frequency, coming onto the CW with Peyton List and Riley Smith. It follows a daughter who who celebrates her birthday and is really missing her father who died years earlier. Um, and it has there's all this mystery surrounding his death, whether he was a corrupt cop or not. And on her birthday, she hooks up this old radio in their garage that her and her father used to tinker with. And she is able to communicate with her past dad. And it's kind of all about the domino effect. There's a lot of time travel shows out there, but this is totally different. Is this one, like... Is this at all reminiscent of, like, the first Back to the Future film, or no? Is yeah, this yeah. Back? It's kind of like Back to the Future, where when you fix something, what ends up going wrong? Um, and I don't want to give away much of the pilot, because you, you need to watch it. But it made me cry. A pilot has never made me cry in a very long time. It was that good. Peyton List is phenomenal. Riley Smith is phenomenal. Um, it's a great cast, and you'll really enjoy it. Then one of my all-time favorite ones I'm excited for, which is going to be getting a lot of buzz and is considered one of the hottest new shows out there. It's been called the greatest ensemble cast on TV right now, um, and that's This Is Us on NBC yes. with Milo Ventimiglia, Mandy Moore, and basically everybody you know and love, I want to say. Yeah, um, Liv and I are parenthood <laughs> fans, um, and this will fill the void. If you're missing Lauren Graham on your screen every week and the Bravermans, This Is Us is, it's said to fill it. The pilot is great. It'll have you engaged right away, um, and that's a show you definitely want to check out. The trailer made me sob. The trailer, the trailer made me sob as well. Yeah, yeah, so good. Some other um, quick hits. Uh, the Good Place, NBC, uh, Kristen Bell. Hilarious new comedy. I think NBC so NBC is really pulling out all the stops this season. Uh, Timeless on NBC, another time travel show, uh, but definitely worth the watch. Pitch on Fox about the girl that finally gets to the major leagues. Uh, witty, smart, just a great thing. And then I think another one we're all excited about is Luke Cage on Netflix. Um, we all watch all those Marvel shows, um, so adding Luke Cage, who is one of our favorite characters, I think, on Jessica Jones, yeah, across the board, um, that one will be really excited to see. Thanks for tuning in to our first podcast, Woo! and catch us next week!